0: Welcome to Uncrypted, Improvised Scary Tales. Inspired by ghost stories, folklore, and urban legends, professional actors retell the campfire tales of our youth using improvisation and collaborative storytelling. Our first tale is called A Picnic at Falls Creek.
1: It all started at work. I was working at an insurance company and, uh, Sunshine came in as a new hire and I fell for her instantly.
0: Hey, John, good to see you again today. How was your weekend?
1: Oh, it was great. I, I did a lot of hiking. I, uh, saw some friends. We had a good time. Uh, Hey, I don't have any plans for next weekend. Would you like to to come to dinner with me?
0: Sure. But you know, I love to hike too. Any chance we could make it a picnic lunch instead?
1: I would love a picnic lunch, Sunshine. Let's do it Saturday afternoon. So that became our weekly thing. We'd go out to a nearby park, have a picnic every Saturday afternoon. Uh, If it was raining, we just went to a local cafe and got to know each other really well, and it became quite serious. So on our six-month anniversary, I decided, let's drive a little further for the next one. And I asked, sunshine if she had any idea where she wanted to have that special picnic
0: you know john i was reading somewhere about falls creek sounds like a beautiful hike
1: maybe we should head for that park yeah you know i've been to falls creek uh, it's been a while but yeah i remember that being a very beautiful place let's do it Right off the highway, the entrance to the park was a long windy road and quickly turned from a paved road to a gravel road.
0: Look at how pretty these trees are. They seem to be getting closer. It's it's like we're walking, we're driving under our own little canopy.
1: Yeah, the trees are a lot thicker than I remember from last time I was here. But, but, you know, memory's a weird thing. It was probably always like this, you know. I couldn't help but feel strange. Something wasn't right about this situation. I knew that this park was different than I remembered, but I couldn't figure out why. I wondered if maybe I took a wrong turn, so I pulled over, hoping to get my bearings right. But as I exited the car, noticed the air was very dry and stale. The saliva in my mouth seemed to dry up immediately.
0: John is this the best place to pull over?
1: I mean it doesn't look like there's any like real pull off anywhere. I, I'm I'm just I just need to stop and get my sense of direction. I, I think we're I think we might be a little lost.
0: I can't sit in this car any longer. There's it feels so claustrophobic, John. I don't feel well.
1: Well, let, we'll get out of the car. Join me out here. Uh, something's wrong. I just know it. I don't know why, but something isn't right. I feel like I'm suffocating.
0: Let, let's walk closer to the creek. Maybe that'll open up the air a little bit for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Maybe a little fresh water will make me feel better, too.
0: Here. This looks like a place for us to sit. I'm, I'm already feeling a little better. The air is lighter over here. Maybe it's just extra humid over there on the road.
1: Yeah, that might be right. I just, I wish there was like a more clearly defined picnic area, like or a clearing or something. It's just, the trees are covering everything. It feels a little claustrophobic, you know? I finally decided that I was being irrational, that I would just sit down, take a deep breath, and hopefully my stress would go away. I closed my eyes, exhaled, and opened my eyes again, and looked toward the water. But the water had disappeared.
0: That's it, John. Take another nice, deep
2: breath.
1: I did as she said, hoping my hallucination would go away, but there was still no creek in front of me. Instead, I saw figures emerging from the soil. Shadows coming out of the earth.
0: That's it, John. I have some
1: people for you to meet. What are you talking about, Sunshine? uh, You know what? I I don't want to be here anymore. Let's drive back to town right now. I grab Sunshine's hand and raced back to the car. We got in, I turned on the engine and sped off as quickly as I could, but we didn't get very far. Just a few seconds later, the engine began to sputter. And pretty soon, we weren't moving at all. I looked in the rearview mirror and those shadowy figures We're following us. They were getting closer.
0: Oh, John, maybe we aren't supposed to drive back. And if the car died here, maybe we should uh, stick around for a few minutes.
1: Sweetie, I don't know why you're so calm about this. That doesn't look natural at all.
0: Oh. John, I think it's beautiful.
1: Soon we were surrounded by the creatures. There was nowhere to turn. The car began to literally sink into the ground. I tried to open the door one last ditch effort to escape
0: John hold my hand
1: sunshine I don't know what this is but this looks like the end for us I love you
0: John I knew this day would come I'm so happy you're here with me. I can finally introduce you to where I come from. To my people.
1: Your people? No. No. We have to get out of here. This isn't right. I don't want this.
0: John, just relax. It's going to be so much better. Now, you'll be with me.
1: And I've been with her ever since. It is much better there. And now that you've been listening to me tell my tale, it's your turn.
0: Do you believe in curses? I don't know if I do either, but perhaps? Sometimes, it's better not to chance it. We now present for you, Power Boy.
2: Young Tommy was looking through the newspaper one day, and he saw that ad for a strange action figure. It was rare, so this piqued his interest. He decided to take a trip to the store and see what this thing was about.
1: Oh boy, my first time in a store by myself. This is going to be scary, but it's going to be fun.
2: There were so many oddities in this store. Tommy was really amazed by all the things he'd seen, some of which he'd never even heard of. But there it was, the action figure, encased in a plastic shrine. He had to have it he approached the storekeeper and asked him about the action figure excuse
1: me uh, uh how much for that power boy action figure i needed so bad
3: sorry that figure's not for sale
1: but it's amazing it's got the punching ability and the the choking ability and a sword I need to have it.
3: I'm sorry. Like I said, it's not for sale.
1: Listen, please just give me that doll. I have money.
3: Hey. Look, I told you. It's not for sale. Now beat it.
1: I need to know why you won't give me that action figure.
3: How much money do you have on you?
1: I saved up $20 from my allowance.
3: Look, kid, I don't know how to explain this to you, but the doll's cursed.
1: It's cursed? Well, I don't care about any curses. I still want the action figure.
3: You don't care about curses?
1: No. I'm eight. Look, are you gonna take my $20 or what?
3: I suppose, but no refunds.
1: Thank you.
3: The shopkeep felt
2: a sense of dread, but he tried everything he could to keep this action figure away from this child. In the end, money won. So young Tommy went home with his new action figure Excited, but unaware of the dangers that lie ahead.
1: Oh boy, I'm gonna have so much fun playing with this guy. Punch, choke, sword fight.
2: As Tommy walked home in his happy stupor, something in the air changed. It got darker outside for some reason. It was only noon. As Tommy approached his building, he once again took a look at the doll, unaware of the evil curse that lies within.
1: Huh, I feel a sense of dread coming on. I don't know why, I'm sure it's a coincidence,
2: There's something in that action figure's eyes. Something sinister. Tommy opened the door to his building and walked to the elevator.
1: I don't like the way this action figure's looking at me. What if that shopkeeper was right about a curse?
2: His mind was spinning now. Tommy became very worried that he'd made the wrong decision even more worried that he'd lost $20. He entered the elevator, reluctantly, afraid of what might happen with him and the doll, alone, together.
1: Just get home, just get home. It'll be okay then.
2: Tommy stood in the elevator, repeating this to himself, hoping that it would give him some semblance of comfort.
1: Just get home, just get home. Oh man, why is the elevator not moving? I wanna get home.
2: Tommy was in a panic. He didn't know what to do. He felt something move in his arms. It was the doll. He turned to look at it. And slowly, the head started to spin around. Facing him, the eyes blinked. The mouth started to open. Push the damn button, dummy.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the inaugural episode of the Uncrypted Improvised Scary Tales Podcast. We can be reached at our website, UncryptedPodcast.com, at Twitter, at UncryptedPod, and by email at Spooky at UncryptedPodcast.com. A Picnic at Falls Creek was narrated by Mike Durenberg. Mike Durenberg played John. Julie Ferris Tillman was Sunshine. Additional story input by Manisha Nabke and Joshua Stone. Directed by Deborah Stencil. Editing and sound mixing by Deborah Stencil. With additional sound effects and music provided by audio.com. A-U-D-I-I-O. Power Boy was narrated by Joshua Stone. Mike Durenberg played Tommy. And Jeff Wilmoth doubled up as the shopkeeper and power boy. This tale was directed by Deborah Stenzel, with editing and sound mixing, also by Deborah. Sound effects and music provided by audio.com.